What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is Friday night, and you know what that means? <laughs> Man, I was looking for the being alive from the boat. Wow. Shit. On a boat, on a boat, on a boat. First and foremost, happy belated birthday to yeah, the ladies birthday, and gentlemen. Julian. Get in the chat right now. Say happy birthday to your man, your boy, the man, the myth, the legend right there. I wish you a happy Smith. birthday in my Twitch channel the other day. I appreciate it. I, man, appreciate I did it on too. Facebook, so now what? Well, I messaged him, so now what? Shane did. Yeah. Much, much appreciated. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night. You know what that means? AEW Rampage and WWE SmackDown. Are you ready for a good time? Are you ready? We are ready time? for a good time. Um, are you ready for the bright light? <laughs> hey, question for you. Uh when once when, when uh, WWE shows now open, is that John Cena doing the voiceover? It yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, that that's entirely new. That started like a week ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know uh, when Flair got released, he was pissed off because that they got rid of the woo. Woo! I'm pissed off at big an inch. Woo! Kind of seems like thing is going threes for him. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Selena said happy birthday, Julian. Well, thank you very much. That's right. So let's get into this. Look, let's talk about this real quick before we get any further. Um, Monday, live on the Roundtable of Person podcast, Monday Night Mayhem. Your boy Julian, command the chair, Shane Husky. Your boy, the franchise, an adult film superstar now, but the sexiest Stone Cold Stunner in all professional wrestling. Alexis Amore will be joining us live 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So get in your comments. Uh, keep them PG. Darn. Um, um, I, I got I to gotta say, do, guys. Do um, I, do, I can't take a bottle of blue chew. Then no. My, my, my lady is a, a very, very religious watcher of our show. And she heard about a porn star coming on. <laughs> and she said, nope, that's not going to happen. So she booked <laughs> me on a cruise ship. <laughs> She said, we're going to Mexico instead. This is on Monday. You're not going to be here Monday? No. No, man. I'm going all week. Oh, that's right. I hate you, Julian. When are you coming back? Uh, 26th, remember? 26th. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're going to miss. You're going to miss GCW. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. (sighs) Well, you know, the boat gets in like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the morning, so we'll see. All right, well, let me know so I can uh, <clears throat> book my flight because uh, GCW next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, Los Angeles, California, back to back shows. And uh, your boys, yeah, um, so let's get into SmackDown first because let's just get that out of there. All right, so SmackDown was taped last week. I mean, they're in Saudi right now, so there's no they were. I thought it was live. Nah, it was uh, still at the King, the Smoothie King Center, damn, Smoothie King. Because you know the Smoothie King got a center, uh, like Power Band had one up has up in one up in Sacramento. Um, oh, okay. And so what we had is the contract signing between Naomi and uh, Ronda Rousey and um, Sony Deville and Charlotte. Now let me ask you this before you go any further: Why are they doing a contract signing for a tag team match that has no championship implications? Right. Because you want to flip a table. We all know what happens when you do a contract signing, ladies and gentlemen. Braun um, Breaker clearly stated that tables are going to flip. Somebody's going to put through it. Let's just go ahead and do it. <laughs> because you need someone to be a viable mouthpiece for Ronda Rousey and bring out some personality from her? Oh, yes. That's difficult. And because you need the heels to do something dastardly, like sneak language into the contract and <laughs> got you, bitches. Got you. <laughs> So well, the whole point of this was Ronda Rousey was like, I could beat you with one arm behind my back. And Sonia and Charlotte were like, hey, did you read the contract? And they're like, just ah, just sign it, just sign it. Then it's like, ha, 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 ha. We snuck in some language and said that Ronda has to have an arm behind her back. Yeah, she said which, last week, I could beat you with one arm behind tied your back. Which we recently did this. Yeah. Um. Who was that? Was that with Edge? Who was that with? Who didn't read the contract? Um, Rollins? Oh, that was Taz. 
<laughs> Dante Martin got over on Taz. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Someone else did in WWE recently, also. It's just, I mean, it's the trope that the WWE yeah. likes to do every show. Like, it, there's yeah. always some chicanery when it comes to contract signing. Yeah. Shenanigans. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's too much. I don't get it. <clears throat> I, I, I personally don't, don't get it, but that's just me, I guess. So, ha ha ha, the evil heels got one over <laughs> baby faces. Mm-hmm. So, um, the next segment was, bro, I don't know how much mileage you can get off of Ricochet breaking right. Ridge Holland's nose. That was like they, two months ago. <laughs> they're squeezing every drop oh my out God. of this. And this time it was Ricochet versus Ridge Holland, right? Yeah. You know, Sheamus? Yeah, tonight it was Ricochet versus Sheamus. But he fought but did, Sheamus. Didn't we like have that match ago. like two weeks ago? Yeah. Rematches every week. Come on now. Yeah, so oh, anyway. And I, yeah, I got up and left because I heard them hit the same recap of yeah. them showing Ricochet breaking his nose. I was like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah, pretty much. This is pretty much what happened. And, you know, uh, Cesaro came. This, yes, yeah, Cesaro does wrestle because he wrestled on uh, uh, main event. Main event, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, okay, he's, so he's he's earning his money in some capacity. So here's the thing about shows. about this whole. I, I, I'm I'm really sick and tired um, of being sick and tired when it comes to WWE. Um, rehashing the same goddamn matches week after week. What are you talking about? They have the best storylines each in and week out. Okay, but I gotta I gotta say this though. Their roster is so thin, yeah, that if they did not have this storyline, they would have a half hour dead air. Hey, yeah, that's not my fault that their (laughs) roster is so fucking thin. Okay, it's For not sure. my fault that they hi- that they fire someone every thirty days. It's not my fault that they I mean, shit on their whole product. I mean, I I would have taken a Mad Cat Moss match, you know, Mad Cat Moss, like where Drew is going to try to commit murder. Mad Cat getting to win over somebody that that would have been cool. I'm always down for that. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, they also have. Uh, Los Lafarios on the roster. Uh, we didn't get the New Day. Right? No, no New Day. Okay, so they were busy doing something. Xavier Woods is still out injured. Um, Xavier Woods right now is pissed off that he got an 86 rating on the yeah, fucking game. He, he is he mad. <laughs> he was on G4 just shooting all kind of bullets at WWE I right watched now. it. And he was also pretty pissed off how they gave Liv Morgan a lower overall as well. Yo, I'm just saying he was mad at the simple fact that he was <laughs> he was like Bring I'm the king Bailey. of the ring. Yeah, it, it, it was it was it was hilariously hey, funny. Woods? Bailey got a higher overall than Xavier Woods. Yeah, well, Xavier Woods is pissed. So uh yeah. don't expect to see him on SmackDown anytime soon. My friend of me Bailey. So yeah, so they had that match. They had um one of the Viking Raiders pick up a win over an Uso. So there's your rubber match, meaning the Usos are going to win in Saudi. <laughs> I like the fact that he said he just had one of the Viking Raiders pick up a win over a Uso. Like it doesn't really matter which one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's like it's an Uso. It doesn't if matter. A Viking Raider and a Uso got in your car. And you were driving Uber. Could you call them by name? If a Viking Raider and a Uso got you, well, because I know both Viking Raiders by name, so yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I know them personally. So yeah, I would I would be able to call them by their name. Um, oh, Ivar. Hello, Jay. I, I, I would be like saying Eric or Ivar. So, <laughs> well, we know if it was Adam Hanson or Rowan, he would kick the Uso out of his car. Now he would leave the Uso in the car. He just wouldn't allow Roman Reigns in there because you know Adam Woods is the only tribal chief. That's right. <laughs> that white I said lightning. It. I Mountain, said it. Mountain Dew White Lightning. Exactly. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Um. So I mean, get, getting our match of the night was uh, our boy. El Generico. Uh, wait. Coming back, back from Mexico, taking off his mask, um, fighting off the Jackass franchise, uh, <laughs> wrestling under the nom de plume of Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. 
know, fighter oh. of all conspiracies. Mr. Conspiracy and, Theorist. Uh, finally, <laughs> oh my God, we, we had wrestling history tonight. What? The Intercontinental Championship was defended. Yeah, before Vera came. And lost by <laughs> Nakamura. Here's the deal. Veer, look, Veer's not. Maybe Veer will join us on Monday night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on the so, podcast? Hey, 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 look, man. Veer has a legit fucking feud with T-Bar. <laughs> I love the they fact have, that you're like, excited about T-Bar. crazy. Um, but so, so yeah, uh, Sami Zayn is your new intercontinental champion. He'll be champion through the weekend because he's not going to Saudi. And nope. uh, we'll see. He'll back on Monday. He's guaranteed to be champion for at least a week. <laughs> okay, so so uh, here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. Until Cody they're gonna, you really think they're gonna job out Sami Zayn and take the title off of him? Like one week or he got one week or he got it. Well, two weeks. He'll be champ for two weeks actually. But do you really think they're gonna do that to him? Yeah, I can definitely see it. The, the keep the conspiracy theory going, so he can go hire Cody. You know, I want to talk about Cody too, but we'll we'll talk about that on the AW side of this. Can you imagine if he said, get Cody? Get Cody. Cody. Imagine if he said, get Rhodes. Can can you get Cody? This is like some sort of American nightmare. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is like a crossroads. Heffa! <laughs> Something is wrong with you, bro. Something is dastardly wrong with you. <laughs> dastardly. I, I like the crossroads joke, uh, Shane, very much. Hey, so yeah, hey, well, so here's a question. Here's a question. Okay. If Cody does decide to show up, let's say Cody, because you know there's some rumors. Yes. <coughs> there's some rumors that Cody is um has flown to was it Portugal or some shit? Oh, to win the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> 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 he's gonna change oh, hands overnight. He's just gonna walk on TV. Right. With the IC title. Sammy gonna be like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Oh yeah, what shit last night?" He was like, "I was in the battle royal." No, no, but really, really. Uh, so there's, there's a story going on. There's a story going on that Cody um, was actually seen in an airport um, overseas. <gasps> it looks like Cody might be showing up at um, the elimination chamber. Tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, we will be here 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Myself will be here with the, with your boy from the Call Up Podcast, with the one and only Adam According to Woods, Mr. The Maharaja of MMA. And now we were joined by Ashley Rose Nova to do our watch along for to wish I had the day off for you guys, but so I will be up early as shit. Hey, over doesn't win, message me. You want me to ruin it for you? Yes, ruin it. I could carely care less about this paper. You want me to ruin it for you? Dude, yeah. I haven't put my scorecard out yet. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, <clears throat> I'm not going to ruin it for you like the WWE did last week when he announced Sami Zayn as Intercontinental Champion for their tape show. Hey, um, <laughs> you want to continue to watch the show? We're going to tell was, you that. It was a tape show. Wins. I mean, come on. The show, the show was lackluster. Um, yeah. It wasn't as great as this AEW Rampage slam dunk tonight. I'll tell you that. I'm pretty worried about Sonya Deville in Saudi. Let's 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 talk about that because you know the Saudi government doesn't like women. They really uh, don't. I mean, it, like it's historically true. They don't like women and they don't like reporters. And they, yeah, yeah. They they don't That's like the you don't like the um, same well, sex. That's the reason why we talk about uh, Saudi blood money and we talk about uh, why certain people like Sami Zayn or why. Um, uh, Kevin Owens wouldn't go over to formerly known Alistair Black, known as Malachi Black, not going. Don't go to Saudi. Maybe that explains what happened to Vic Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Vic Venom. When the Saudi never came back. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, right, so I'm well. pretty worried about stuff. Yeah, hopefully, uh, they'll just do something like, "Hey, I was, I, I changed my mind." <laughs> yeah. Well. It's um it's gonna be a pretty interesting, pretty interesting event. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to get into that right now. I don't want to get into that right now. Let's talk about this situation with Sonya. Shane, the floor is yours. 
Okay, so mainly Saudi does not like or does not allow people that like the same sex marriage. And if like either like even enters in Saudi, they will like either mainly off with their heads. <laughs> hey, we're not joking, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Saudi government is uh, notorious for uh, doing some heinous, heinous acts. Yes. And people wonder why. Uh, we're all against the whole Saudi right. Saudi Arabia events thing. <laughs> and because of that. So, basically what, what Shane is getting at is this. He's a little worried that Sonya Deville being um, <clears throat> being part of the um, the uh, I'm trying to think of a, a positive way of saying it. It's kind of hard to think of a positive way to say it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. There's nothing. There's nothing not positive about. Yeah, it. I'm just trying to think of a way to say that to state that it would be um, acceptable on on a podcast, um, right? Because she she's not of the heterosexual. There, that's a better word. Because she's yeah. not heterosexual um, um, demographic. The Saudi government has a very big problem with things very like that. Very strict rule, just like backwards yeah. over there. And I mean, you can call it backwards all you want, but I mean, I'm just saying it's 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 a very bad thing. So to yes. Speak. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame. I'm kind of worried myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we we just hope that like the match like somehow will change with a different superstar. And it would just be a surprise, something, something. That, that's all I hope for. Well, I mean, no. I mean, don't, don't take, don't remove her from the show. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the, the WWE is. I mean, okay. So I, I bash the WWE a lot about a lot of stupid things that they do. But they are trying to break down walls and, and change the narrative, so to speak, when it comes to female athletes in Saudi Arabia. I mean, they right. can't treat their female athletes like 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 professional wrestlers in the fucking states. So they'll go over to a country that will that didn't that is um, that is opposed to women being athletes and opposed to women being anything but servants. Um, <clears throat> they're gonna take the women over there and they're gonna showcase the women over there. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and um, Naomi. Okay, now those are three different. Those are three women that. Well, two women, two of the two of those three women can go over there and not have so much of a problem. But then you have Naomi, who is an African American woman, definitely might have a problem over there. Oh. And then you got Sonya Deville, definitely might have a problem over there. So yes. hopefully, the WWE learned this lesson, and um, they will make this match happen and get out of and get out let of it happen. Place. Oh. Um, well, well I, I would I would hope that when they when when the Saudi government comes to them and says, "Hey, we are going to give you fifty million dollars to bring us the show," that WWE has the wherewithal as a company to say, "Okay, but we know they don't. We know they don't. don't here's even, our don't stipulations. Even don't even um, yourself. Our talent has to, must be treated as such." This is coming from the same people I agree. Who, who kidnapped the WWE. And made them stay on the air, on a termac termac at an airport for sixteen hours. If it wasn't for that, we would have got the greatest NXT so, invasion of all time. Well, speaking of NXT, speaking oh. of NXT, what? Did congratulations, I miss congratulations to Candice LeRae and oh. Johnny Gargano. Oh, their baby was born. Their baby was born February seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. The baby's name is. <clears throat> Julian Quill, damn it! As in <laughs> Peter Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, that's it's awesome. so cute because on Johnny Gargano's Twitter, he says, "Welcome to the Earth, welcome to Earth, Quill." And there's a picture, there's like a a, a, a cassette tape of Quill. It says Quill Gargano. <laughs> oh, and there's a Rocky Raccoon nice. stuffed animal. That's awesome. And then there's a. A Guardians of the Galaxy: The Saga Begins comic book. Wow! In, in the crib, it's such a beautiful picture. I'll share it with you guys uh, privately on Twitter. But 
it's it's so freaking cute. Um, I, want, I want to give them a quick shout out. Um, Johnny Gargano. Hopefully, we'll show up at AEW soon. And um, shout out to Kenneth LeRae, formerly of yes. AOW in California. Um, worked a couple matches with her out there. Pretty cool chick. Um, welcome to Parenthood, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's, yeah. it's not an easy thing. Boy, it's not an easy be, thing. It's going to be a trip. You are a little girl, too. You are responsible for raising a socially responsible human being. Can you, man? I, I've raised two. Can you believe it? <laughs> I've raised two. Can you believe it? My two haven't killed anybody yet. That may commit any violent crimes. Um, I've kept them off the pole. I, I'm doing my job. <laughs> my daughter will tell you. Out of jail. Uh, I got I got zero kids. Not that I know of, but yeah, I, I got zero kids. Not that you know of. <laughs> Shane, stop being a whore. <laughs> Uh, Look, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to AW Rampage, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break, and we're gonna try to sort this guy Shane out because um, before Shane you over here, boy, Shane over here uh, spreading his seed like he uh, Walt Chamberlain, he uh, Walt Chamberlain. All over town. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. Gentlemen, we're back. Let's talk about this. AEW Rampage. My God, tonight was a fucking stellar, stellar card. And I'm I didn't about, even know it was on at four. You know, I didn't because know it came on before. early. You missed it. Yeah, but thank I God. Thank God for DVR, baby. <laughs> Thank God. I don't even have hey, shut your mouth, dude. Don't worry about what I got. What? You living in the Stone Ages? You got Twitch, but not a DVR? Aren't you, Shane? Wow. I use my uh, mom's Xfinity account. That's how I watch this. Wow. 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 Well, look, let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> this is the most exciting one hour of professional wrestling you can have, ladies and gentlemen. The exciting one hour. I mean, I know WWE is debuting their NXT level up tonight. Level up. So once I'm done here, I'm gonna go explore level up and let's see. Um let's see if the the pending Friday night war between NXT and Rampage. Would you rather see Do we really want to call it a war though? Would you rather see Malik Blade or would you rather see Hook? Just saying. Um Malik Blade. Exactly. Um huh. <laughs> so tonight, <laughs> tonight calling me intrigued. Man, yeah. Well so I have a DVR. Yeah, exactly. Um, tonight we had Trent Beretta versus Jay White, the leader of the Bullet Club. Jay yeah. White, the one of the three men who have held every New Japan Pro Wrestling Championship: the Intercontinental, the Open Weight, the IWGP Championship, and the IWGP United States Championship. Not many men have done that, and Jay White's not even thirty years old yet. He's not. So we start to show off with Excalibur, Taz, Ricky Starks, and Chris F. and Jericho on commentary. 
Um, they basically talk about Adam Cole. Um, what Adam Cole challenging, somewhat challenging, um, Adam Page for the AEW World Championship for Re- oh, man, Re- we got Revolution. Two Adams. So Adam the Cole. Adam. Adam Cole comes out. Adam. Gets his pop, and the, the Dark Order come out with ten, and ten just storms to the ring. Tim's like, Tim's like, fuck it, let's go. Um, like and came in, established right away. He is a stronger wrestler. He was just basically just shoulder tackling and just tossing Cole around. It was so bad to where um, Taz was like, um, no, yeah, Taz was like tossing someone, throwing someone from corner to corner is the new is 2022's version of the power bomb because you know everyone's doing it. Um, right. So Ten basically beat Adam Cole for a long time until Cole drop kicked him in the knee, and Cole oh. worked that knee for the longest time. Um, it got to the point to where Cole went for a Panama Sunrise and Tan countered it with a lackluster spear. But you know, sp- you know a spear comes from the legs. The Obviously, lackluster he spear. The lackluster spear because you know he barely just got him. But think about uh, it. He, you know, okay. Ten locked him into full Nelson and was swinging him like a tree. The Ten lock, yeah, locked him in the Ten lock, just swinging him around. They basically shoved him, he shoved um, Cole, shoved him into Aubrey Edwards. You know how much I can stand Aubrey Edwards. Um, because of some 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 three three two one battle stuff in Washington, you know, she's one of those referees that needs to have a gimmick. You know, like like remember that one for referee T Rex? Oh yeah, you know the only referee that was out selling merch at merch tables or trying to sell merch at merch tables while wrestlers were trying to make their money. Uh huh. Yeah, that shit. Was Um, he selling rep shirts? He was wearing. She was selling a shirt with a fucking dinosaur, a T Rex, with a referee shirt on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was one of those things. Anyway, so Could you Cole hits a Panama Sunrise. To reach your wallet. Yeah, exactly. You know, anyway, um, <laughs> Cole Cole hits the Panama Sunrise, um, and you know tries to get the tries to get the win, but ends up getting um getting blocked twice. So he basically gives him a low blow. Then you know, a series of super kicks, one to the front, one to the back of the head, gives him the knee, the knee strike in the back of the head, the lowering the boom, whatever it's called, and uh, gets the pin. Um, it was a pretty good match. After the match, uh, Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish came down to congratulate Cole. Um, commentators talked up the MJF versus CM Punk rivalry again. Now, what a lot of people didn't realize, and I think Shane was one of the ones that didn't realize it, Shane was like. When Adam Cole said, I mean, with um, when CM Punk said he was, he was all alone, all alone on Valentine's. He yes. wasn't saying he was all alone, but without his wife. See, MJF keeps saying that he's better than Piper in Portland. Damn, I love how they're just named. And the reason why CM Punk was sitting on the ground when he pulled the chain out, and he looked up and said, "Will you be my Valentine?" Because of the legendary. Dog collar chain match between Greg the Hammer Valentine and Roddy Piper. So, if MJF sure. says that he is Piper in Portland, well, CM Punk is saying that he's Piper in Portland, and that MJF is going to be his Greg Valentine, and he's going to beat the shit out of him with that chain. Gotcha. Valentine versus Piper, 1989 for the NWA United States Championship, I believe, it was a blood, blood one battle. of the bloodiest fucking dog collar matches in the history of professional wrestling. I believe it. Yeah. Go back and look it up. I'm telling you, it. Roddy Piper is a legend. Greg the Hammer Valentine is a legend, and matches like that are the reasons why they're legends. Yep. Chef's kiss. It's, this this is gonna be a fucking bloodbath. CM Punk is gonna get his comeuppance. I mean, yeah, pin me twice. Shit. Okay, that's cool. I'm just gonna beat the shit out of you with a 20 pound chain. No biggie. It's gonna be one of the best matches at Revolution. Um, I'm your boy Will Hobbs ah, takes yeah. on Dante Martin in a face <laughs> of the revolution qualification qualifying match. Now, I didn't realize it until I seen him walking out to the ring. Remember Fire and Ice? Yep, sure Scott do. Norton and Ice Train? Yep, sure do. Imagine Ice Train wearing Scott Norton singlet. That right there yep. is your boy Will exactly Hobbs. Exactly what he looked like. <laughs> it just dawned on me just why I said it to you guys. I was like, well, he looks Dude, like when fucking... I saw the, the airbrushed uh, overalls. Yes. Yeah, you were thinking I'm like, for some right. D's though. You were like, <laughs> kick you with me. Like this some Bell Biv DeVoe shit. Okay. Oh uh, like, man, right. it was like poison. Poison. <laughs> poison. Poison. Um, but yeah, so this match, 
I'm was actually pretty it was pretty even until um <laughs> your boy Dante Martin with the biggest botch of the night. Big oh man. no. In the commentary, they covered it up so great. They covered it up so great. Dante Martin springs board to the top rope like he's gonna springboard to the outside and falls backwards. Lands on his back. Yeah. Mm. No, no, look, look. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, I I will blast WWE if they do something stupid. Here's me blasting AEW right now. The fact that Dante Martin jumped to the top rope and fell backwards, and the commentators were like, "That was a good, that was a good move by Will Hobbs by shoving him off the ropes." Hobbs is still <laughs> on the fucking ground. <laughs> hey, hey man, with the floor. Hey, hey, last week, last week we saw Hook's opponent. Just tired from the beating Hook gave him. <laughs> Try to do the diving cross body off the top rope pew, and just pew. ran out of gas and just went. Ah. <laughs> no, Hook was <laughs> like, yo, man, not today. <laughs> he and was he like, fell not short. today, Satan. So, you know, it happens. Oh, man. He probably watched that match from last week. He'd be like, huh, maybe I should do that. Run I, bet that was like, I bet he was sitting back down in the back. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> Somebody gonna put that shit on. Especially Well, this match, this match was uh pretty, like I said, pretty even for most part. Um, you know, we went to that stupid picture and picture, which I can't stand. Um, yeah. But um, Hobbs, Hobbs got the got. Oh my god, that's spine buster. Hobbs gave Dante Martin. Hobbs is a pretty good spine buster. I think Dante Martin may have shit on himself after that spine buster because I know I would have. He drilled him. He drilled him in the ground like a like a hammer to a nail. I swear to God. Um, so he got the pan out of nowhere. Uh, after the after Big that, man, the ladder match continues. So Shane's gonna get his wish. You got Keith Lee, you got Wardlow, and now you got Powerhouse oh Hobbs. Big sweaty man slapping meats. Big, Big meaty man slapping them meats. With freaking ladders. In a ladder match, can you imagine? Look, look, someone look on, on Russell Talk this morning. The they, they, they were talking about this on Russell Talk earlier today. Yeah, and my oh my, they got their wish. They were talking about they wanted to have this big, these big meaty man slapping meat. It's gonna be a big, just a big, crazy, just just douche is getting smashed. So can you imagine Wardlow picking <laughs> up someone and power bombing them on the ladder, right? And then Keith Lee is like. <laughs> I can do that. Picks him up and bombs someone else on the ladder. And then Will Hobbs is like, man, I can fucking do oh, that yeah? too. <laughs> <laughs> and pick up the ladder and powerbomb it on somebody. Can you imagine the carnage that's going to happen on this show? Oh my God. Dude, man, JR's going to have a stroke. My God, this show be like, oh, God, that ladder's beef. got a family. <laughs> this is my prime God. beef right here. There's like so much big beanie made out of God. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Oh, shit. Oh, God had... damn, I missed that Will Hobbs, Will Hobbs. <laughs> Can you imagine if he just said, God damn, I missed Stone Cold? I'm going to say it one more time. Stone Cold, Stone Cold. <laughs> well, hey, he might, be, he might be able to say Stone Cold at WrestleMania because I think be. I think Shane said he would like to see Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. I actually wouldn't mind it. I mean, it does make yeah. sense. Well, Stutter that's what's going to happen. Stone, Stone Cold versus I Kevin mean, Owens. Kevin Owens has been running down Texas. And Stone Cold has he always said. Stone Cold graciously allowed him to use a stunner. Yeah. Now you going to talk shit about Texas? Right. Your and, checks your ass can't cash. <laughs> and Stone Cold has always said, you will not come back if the story does not make sense. Shane, and Stutter versus thing. Stutter makes a perfect sense. So. Shane, I just, I just want to know one thing. What? Is it true that all your exes live in Texas? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shane, you're not the com- Shane, you're not the comedian that, that Julian is. At least Julian would have picked up on that reference right away. Um, uh, speaking of picking up on a reference. Ah. Picking up on a reference. Jake Cargill's interview backstage. The bunny. Matt Hardy comes in and he's he comes in and he's with the bunny and basically he says that he's gonna challenge the bunny's gonna challenge Jay Cargill next week on Rampage for the TBS championship. Now I just gotta say is that how it works now? I, well, apparently I just gotta say one thing though. 
Jay Cargo came dressed in a fucking bodysuit with a green yeah, bodysuit. Don't you watch your Instagram? Hold on, hold on. no, oh, a green bodysuit with, with, with dollar bills on it, right? With green ass hair. She tells him, She says, I walk like money, I talk like money. She goes, Hey, Matt, come here real quick. And she leans in close to him like this, and I smell like money. I was like, Oh, okay, I get it now. I'm a Jay Cargo fan. The girl can talk. <laughs> Girl can walk, and she's getting tutored by Brian Danielson, so the girl can fucking work. So I said it. I said it. She's gonna there's kill the bunny lot, next week. There's a lot there to unpack. But okay. Hey, hey. But I'm just saying, she's a uh, twenty-six and L. Yeah, twenty-six. Your boy twenty-nine. Oh, so now what? Twenty-nine. Yeah, yeah. Jay Cargill. What I say? Twenty-nine. Oh. Mm, she got some I catch walk like money. I talk like money. And I spend money. Now what? I spend money. <laughs> he, he don't smell like money. I think. But Oh man! So the best part of the night for me, Serena Deeb, the five minute rookie challenge. The five minute rookie challenge. My God. <laughs> <laughs> She wrestled this chick named Angelina or Angelique Risk. Angelique Risk is from Angelica. The, she is from the uh, the Nightmare Factory. She does a lot of those Nightmare Factory. Uh, they do like the Nightmare Factory shows on YouTube. So uh, is this gonna they, be their feeder system? Their, their jobber feeder system now? Well, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. The Nightmare Factory is where it's, it's like where like a lot of the AW Dark and Dark Revelation workers come from. Um, well, what I'm saying, ten, is, ten is one of the coaches there, huh? Ten? With Cody now taking his departure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this this was funny. Um, the match lasted two minutes and fifty five seconds. Another two minutes and fifty five seconds. For about two minutes, Serena Deeb was like, "Yo, um, I, I can kill you. Here, let me do this real quick." We're gonna go this. We're gonna do this. Boom! She's gonna give you like a fucking full Nelson slingshot you into the ropes. She's gonna give you a snap mare. She's gonna kick you in the back. Okay, you know what? Let's time to tap you out. <laughs> it was so quick. It was a picture and picture commercial break. That's how fast it was. Okay. Damn. Um, I, I want to see Rodney Matt come out and give her a hug. <laughs> wow! Wow! Thank <laughs> you, done well. Shout out to Rodney Mack with that one. Um, it was actually she. She has the very best gimmick in professional wrestling. The professor, man, come on! She the is professor. the greatest woman's wrestler right now. Um, the whole of a thousand five submission, man, man, yes. So next week we're gonna have. Well, here, let, let me run down this next match before. No, you know what? No, let's talk about the the matches book for next week. All right, well, we new matches announced. For Revolution, the oh. AEW World Women's Championship, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hangman Adam Page defends the world title against Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, Jay Cargo takes on the bunny for the TBS title. Um, CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match uh, mm-hmm. at Revolution. On Dynamite? At Rev- on Revolution. At Revolution. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you the Revolution card. Uh, I just want to give you the, the Dynamite stuff right you? there. So this, Sorry, this okay. This is what we have next day. week. This is what's gonna be on Dynamite next week. Okay. Malachi Black and Brody King versus Penta L Zero M and and the Bastard Pack. Bastard tag Pack. Team Battle Royal to determine the first of two number one contenders for the AEW World Tag Team Belts at Revolution. Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho will face to face. Jay Cargill wait, versus wait, 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 the wait, wait, Bunny. Hold on, hold on. Let me rewind that. Battle Royal to determine the first of two. Number one contenders for the tag team championships that will be defended in a triple threat match at AEW Revolution. Yes. So the last two remaining people, the last two remaining teams. What's going to happen is, so last let's say, teams. let's say, okay, so the Bucks, Red Dragon, um, uh, shoot, there's like a whole shitload of tag teams in this thing. There really is. Fast boys. As the boys. Ash boys, um, new ass uh, yeah, private, private party, private party, um, some other people. Shit. Um, I can't think of all the teams in this thing, but 
I, I will put together FDR. a little one tonight. FGR. FGR. So, so here's the thing, though. If, if let's say FGR wins the first one, all the losers go into the second one. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And that's gonna that be like a sense. that's gonna be like a casino royale. So I guess it's gonna be okay. like, so like me up. and Julian are a team, and Julian gets eliminated, but I'm still in there. So if I win, me and Julian still get a shot at the tag belts. Okay. Oh. So I'm assuming that's what's gonna happen. Um. So I mean, so Dynamite looks pretty stacked. I mean, you got you know, you coach can have a couple of the battle royal, two battle royals, the first of the one battle royal. Then you're gonna have Malachi Black, Brody King versus Pentel Zero M and Bastard Pack. Which we assume will be the debut of Buddy Murphy or Buddy Matthews or just Matthew. Not your buddy. If he came in, if he came in as Matthew, that'd be kind of awesome because you know the whole dark Bible gimmick they're doing here. Yes. Um, yeah. So that'd be kind of cool. But um, so we're gonna we're gonna have that match. Um, anything Malachi Black does and Brody King just fucking savage. Um, but. Eddie Kingston's gonna beat the shot, Jericho. Let's just call it what it is. Yes. Thank God. Hopefully. Um, and then we have Jay Cargo versus the Bunny, which is another squash match, courtesy of Jay Cargo. Um, so Dynamite's gonna be pretty, pretty, pretty sick. But Revolution is looking really good. And I can tell you yes, right now, we're is. gonna have we're gonna have Brian Danielson versus John Moxley at Revolution. All right, I'm with it. I can see it. So, Revolution is going to be Sunday, March 8th, which means on Sunday, March 6th. You know what we didn't talk about during this whole week? That'd be a BCW show that day. God damn. No, no, not that. Nick Wayne signing an AEW contract. <laughs> Nick Wayne. <laughs> we got to have Jade Cargill sign a contract in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, Got so she can cho- so she can choke slam somebody just to- <laughs> No, she just so she can say the word bitch. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look. That TBS Shevership, that bitch show, whatever she wants to call it, that that's show. great. But ain't nobody, and I mean nobody should be able to say anything any should be able to say anything about a bitch. Bunchy Nyla Rose. Hey, look. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> hey, look, tonight when Ronda Rousey said what, you forget how to spell your name? It's Somebody wrote that for her, I'm, I'm quite sure. I'm pretty sure someone and did. She stuck with it, and it was it was good. It was good shit. <laughs> Such good shit. Good shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, do we even talk about the <laughs> whole Roman shit. and Goldberg segment? No. Do we gotta? No. Okay. Let's Fuck talk about Goldberg. let's talk about Biggie. Fucking anyway. Let let let's go to the match, the main event. Jay White versus Trent Beretta. Oh my god, these guys fucking beat the shit out of each other. One of the best matches, the best matches on the entire show. Jay White is a pimp. The dude gets the dude can work. The dude has a presence, and he, I mean, I mean, we all know Jay White because you know New Japan and the you know the, the new you know the Bullet Jay Club, and, but Jay White coming into AEW for the first time on a on a North American television program, yep. does or, nothing for me. New what? Wow, dude, Jay White has never done nothing for me. Are you serious, Julian? He's always been, I, to me, he's always been a. Well, are you serious? Wow. You know what? And I, I know, I, I understand your perspective, but when I see him in the ring, when I see his promos, I just go, eh. he looks like just a dude in a leather jacket who's just. Like I, I give zero. I just wow. I never had. Okay, okay. I think I'm on Babylon's side now about the whole reunited three and B thing. 
Wow. I mean, look, okay, so look, 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 look. No, 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 no. This is why I love this is why I love having you guys on the show. This is why yeah. I love the show. I love the show for the simple fact that we don't always have to agree. Right. And we can have a debate about it and we can talk about it. And fans can listen to us debate about it and they can just let us know. Look, Trent, I didn't see that I mean for a long time. Trent I didn't see the I didn't see the whole the whole like wow, why why is Trent so great? Why is fucking Orange Dude, Castle Trent, so great? I yeah. From from when I first saw him, I, I started watching New Japan shows. Uh, shout out to Jason Thompson. Mm-hmm. I started watching New Japan shows um, probably about three years ago, and started with like um, with Wrestle Kingdom, and you know got exposed to a lot of stuff, and saw some things where I was like like the anime characters dancing on stage, like what mm-hmm. the fuck is that? There's right. there's a lot of cultural disconnect. Um, the the big thing about the the guy Jin holding the titles in New Japan to get the product more eyes. Like I got that, and um, I saw the whole Bullet Club thing and like how wildly popular it was. And I think I came in probably Bullet Club right after um, Finn Balor got kicked out. Okay, so yeah. AJ Styles. So, so kind of. I think same here. Uh, third that of the time. way in, if you will, if you will. Um. So, I watched a lot of Bullet Club stuff, and then of course started watching the J Cup things. Um, started watching the tag segments. Totally got into the, like the Bad Luck Fale and Gorillas of Destiny and all that. And then I saw like the introduction. So MVP was the first IWGP US Champion. Mm-hmm. Saw that part, saw Shelton wrestling over there, uh, saw the stuff with Cheeseburger, which was just like hilarious to me. Um, Brock was over there too for a little bit. Yeah, saw Brock do his stuff. Brock held the IWGP championship for hostage. Really? (laughs) Yes, he held the belt hostage. He was like, I ain't giving it back to you. Fuck you. They also did Kurt Angle versus Brock, and I saw that match, and I was like, man, that was. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I lived in a New Japan dojo when Brock Lesnar was training for, um, for New Japan, and he they came to the dojo and they kicked. They made us all stay away from the ring area while Brock Lesnar was with fucking Antonio Inoki. <laughs> oh wow! And um, and, you know, in case you guys don't know, Antonio Inoki is a fucking seven foot tall as Asian guy. Like, you know, God damn, he's tall. You, you don't want to mess with him. <laughs> No, and he would he would beat your ass. I mean, he fought fucking Muhammad Ali. You know, <laughs> like come on. So dude, it's it's crazy if you if you go watch the old uh, the old New Japan stuff. When you talk about people being over, uh, and you being over in Japan's a little bit different, yes. just because of the culture and the way that the crowd reacts to you. So when you get a different reaction from that crowd, like you're over over. Stan Hansen mm-hmm. was Hansen, Dr. Death, and Vader. Ju- Vader, dude, hey, look. A- American TV didn't really get Vader with the whole Vader. The Mastodon, yeah. Yeah. Smoke American, out American, America didn't get full Vader. When Vader came out in Japan with mm-hmm. the, the the costume pieces. I mean, that shit. On that long ass ramp, deal. putting that helmet down and going, oh, yep. man, man. I mean, that was that was like some super Comic Con cosplay, mm-hmm. shut down the show type of shit. And so it was it was crazy. So taking all that into consideration and taking all the Okada versus Omega. Shinsuke and AJ and all this. You mean Jake the comes good? in and I'm just kind of like, eh. Wow. And then he came to the Ring of Honor and I was kind of like, eh. <laughs> and I mean, I get it. The dude works his ass off and I saw the work he was doing. I just was, eh. Right. I think he was like the the fourth match after Steamboat Savage to me, you know. 
Hmm. Interesting. But anyway, that's just me. Well, okay, so I, I, I get where you're going with that. I totally understand. Now, hear me out. <clears throat> yep, I got you. Jay White. Jay White is a new... Uh, how can I say this? Um, Jay White is a new... Well, it was a young boy back in the day. Mm-hmm. And what people, If you don't understand what a young boy is, ladies and gentlemen, a young boy is a a student that is basically you know bound to to being a trainee so to speak um being a how can i say this fucking being a slave to the to the to the, to the industry yeah um someone who's yeah, when you're who's wrestling as a young boy you are paying your dues basics basic basics yeah. it's about paying your dues you know um i guess what i'm trying to get at is the the purpose of Jay White, Jay White coming into the industry as a um, new ver- new leader of the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club is probably the most you know most over uh, entity in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, guys like Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, not, not, I mean guys like uh, um, Kenny Omega, the Bucks, uh, Adam Cole, Cody Rhodes. Um, well. You know all those guys. Um, Gallows and Anderson, all those guys, Balak Fale, Tomatonga, Tangaloa, you know, um, all those guys, even even uh Haku, yeah. all members of the Bullet Club. Yep. Okay. Um Bullet Club was, was so popular that the NWO became an offshoot of the Bullet Club, so to speak. Correct. Um so the, the point I'm making is Jay White being the leader of the Bullet Club is is a huge thing in Japan. Um, him coming to the United States, this is someone that spent the majority of his career wrestling in Japan. So he's built his career on strong style. He's built his career on a place that's not about showmanship. It's about the work. Yes. The United States is about, I mean, let, let's, let's just be honest. Entertainment. In the United States, yes. if you were a big muscle-bound guy with taking clothesline and body slam someone, you're going to be a fucking star. If you're a hot blonde with blue eyes and a perfect body with no wrestling ability, you'll be the Divas champion because <laughs> that's what they look for, things like that. Living they're not looking for Ray. wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not looking for wrestlers. They're looking for entertainers. In Japan, they are looking for wrestlers. And Jay White is one of the most pure wrestlers over there. He's really good. I mean, I, I would love to see Jay White versus uh, Hook. Uh, I would see Jay White versus Brian Danielson, Jay White versus CM Punk, Jay White versus fucking Lee Moriarty, you know, um, Jay White versus, um, you know, assholes like Zack Sabre Jr. Because I fucking can't stand that piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I fucking hate Zack Sabre Jr. He's an arrogant piece of shit. Um, It's cool. it's, It's good to be good. But to be good and super arrogant is a whole different get down. Yeah. Um, that's why he doesn't translate well to the United States. Um, but you got a guy who's a wrestler, wrestler, not an entertainer. So you're you're looking at the you look at the Western version of wrestling. You're not looking at the whole global version of wrestling. That's why you're not impressed by Jay So White. I see exactly what you're saying. And I think where the, the dichotomy falls in for me is I recognize the fact that he's a wrestler, wrestler, mm-hmm. and I want him to keep that same energy in his presentation. I get you. And so, in his presentation, he's the flashy, cool guy, and hey, I'm Bullet Club for life, and da 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 da. In presentation, he's not wrestler, wrestler, you know. And that's not how he comes across. And it's kind of like, ooh, just wait until you see me in the ring. The guys who are the strict wrestlers, who are the technicians, they let you know from the get go, on the cracking, we're gonna get in the ring. I'm gonna do da 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 da, da and I'm gonna stretch you from here to Sunday. But that's what he did in this match. That's exactly what he did yeah. in this match. But in his presentation, whenever <clears throat> I've seen him uh, on the New Japan press conferences, he really tries to do. He tries to do the. Sports entertainment talk. Oh, I get you. He's but trying then, too hard to be westernized when he's not yes, westernized. Correct. Okay. Correct. He tries to be westernized in presentation, 
but then he tries to be purely technical in the ring. Gotcha. And so gotcha. it's kind of like if The Rock turned the people's elbow into <laughs> some technical submission move and <laughs> you were like, wait, 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 what the fuck's he doing? This isn't the people's elbow. Yeah, no, this isn't the people's this elbow. This is the, the people's hammer lock. What's he doing? This the is people's the hammer lock. <laughs> fuck out of here with this. I'm looking for a cartoonishly ridiculous move that's not supposed to make sense. He's actually doing something that works. I don't want this. No. Which is, I mean, that's over top explanation. But I mean, that that's to me what his presentation has been. And I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. All right. Yeah. Now, Brian Danielson, he, he's found a way to make it work where he's like, I'm the in ring technician and I do a very well, a very, extremely well presentation of myself outside of the ring during my talk. And by the way, when we get in the ring on Sunday, I'm going to stretch your ass from, from ring post to ring post. Yep. And you're going to pay the price because I'm the best in the world. Bam. That's it. And that's what you get. All he <laughs> had to say was WrestleMania for him to sell to get booed. <laughs> that was awesome though. Yeah. Uh. And, and, and I get what you're saying. I totally 1000% get what you're saying about that. Um, <clears throat> I just think that if, if you're going to give him a, if you're going to look at him in a, in a, a specific type of way, you got to give him, you know, you got to give him a pass on not being a, 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 uh, entertainer. Cause I'll be right. I'll say it like this as a professional wrestler who takes his wrestling seriously. If the rock gave me the people's elbow, I wouldn't sell that shit. You're supposed to. You got to. You I would got not to. sell that you lame, lame shit. To. I would not I'll sell give that you lame shit. Five thousand dollars to sell that. That's like me fucking hitting you with the clothesline with my pinky. Are you gonna bump on that shit? Yes, I will. If I call it the people's pinky. Are you gonna take that? I would totally sell that as a fan. As a fan. If, if I gave my pinky to theatrics, Big Show, if you wound up your pinky. Uh, if I we all know kinetic energy, big show, you know, you gotta wind said, it up. If I walked to the big show and said, Boop, with my pinky, <laughs> and that 500 pound dude takes a bump, as a wrestling fan, I'd be like, This I mean, is some fucking fake shit. I'm gonna change the channel and watch the soap operas. That's what I would do. Hey, hey, look, man. How dare you? The finger poking dude wasn't that bad. <laughs> Kevin Nash sold the shit out of it. Yeah. He did sell the shit out of that bump. Oh my god! Damn. That was the hell of a back he took off the finger poke and do. Man, he fucking took that bump like he was like it was WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, and by, and by the way, Dolph Ziggler did explain there wasn't just water, uh, and what Ciampa threw in his face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it still it was, wasn't just water. It was more than water. Not water. Not water. Grace and water. Grace and water. It's not Grayson Waller. <laughs> oh, oh, that man. fucking guy. I can't stand him. Grayson Waller. Just the name Waller. <laughs> Just be crazy. Um, so, I mean, like I said, Jay White, Jay White defeats um, Trent Beretta in a very hard-fought match. It was really good. Um, I, just, I just think that AEW is firing all cylinders. They got a great show coming up coming this uh the sixth i believe mm-hmm. so yeah it should be great um we can go to a movie theater and watch it or you can watch it at home um, i think i'll be going to the theater like we did last yeah. you know, you know what we should do let's do this julie let's do this ladies and gentlemen we went to a theater julian is in california i'm in oregon we went to a theater to watch it separately why don't we stream live and do a watch along from the theater with all the crazy people? Because hey, Wait. I will tell you, Julian will tell you too. Those people in the theater were fucking about that life about they, wrestling for real, for real, dude. I I had so much fun at the theater. Like it was like it was like actually being at the pay per view. Yeah, it was. People were cheering. People were booing. People were getting pissed throwing popcorn at the screen. Man, it was, it was awesome. 
I mean, it was it was. Man, just like, do I feel man. bad for people who have to clean up the theaters after a wrestling event? I, mean, I feel bad dude, for people security theaters, came period. in three or four times. Yeah, they, they were like, <laughs> "You gotta get too fucking rowdy in here." <laughs> it's a wrestling <laughs> show. What do you expect? Oh, you first of all, they known. Let's let's do a, let's do a watch along. Let's do a watch along from the theater. Isn't that illegal to do that? Shame, shame. Isn't it? It's not illegal. So to do a watch along at a theater if we're not screening, if we're not showing the video on our phones, if we're just talking about it, if we're like streaming on our phones talking to each other about it, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. Without annoying the people around us. I'd be like, dude, get the people involved and they'd be like, yo, man, I'm doing a podcast right now. You want to be on it? Really? No way. What's the podcast? <laughs> Shane, do you like putting? <laughs> I like putting you over. I don't think you put these nuts in your mouth, but okay. <laughs> Counter that one. Uh, Shane, Shane, Shane. Slut chain wrestling. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> all right, so look, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, let's all wish uh, Julian another happy birthday because he's going to be on a boat. He's going to be on a boat, motherfucker. On a boat. On a motherfucking boat. Man, he uh, boat. his girlfriend's like his fiance is like, yo, uh, you gonna have adult entertainers on your show? Something no, you is not gonna be on that show. Nope. Go on the boat. So, by the way, Julian, do I see a money to bank briefcase behind you? Yeah, yeah, Julian, explain the money in the brief the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah, explain it to us. Explain it. I mean, we know what it's about, but explain to the fans why you have one. Because it was my birthday yesterday. And my lovely fiance gave me a piece of WB memorabilia, but guess what's inside the Money in the Bank briefcase? Contract? Contract. You can cash in on any podcast you want for the Roundtable Person Podcast Championship? No. Oh, thank God. It's a book. It's a book. (laughs) And what is the book? It is a pictorial history of of WrestleMania. Wow. So it was WrestleMania... One through thirty-five, and it just has like stats and information from all the WrestleManias and the, Man, uh, the pictures and all that in there is very very interesting. Julian, you got yourself a winner right there, buddy. Shayla, you sure was a do. winner. You was a winner, girl. You was a winner. I sure do. Yep. Man. Man, but you man, can really man. use that money in the big pinkies and cash in a babla. Hey, shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Don't ask you anything, Shane. You don't ask you anything. Huh? Uh, I wasn't saying anything. But yeah, you can seriously cash in on it. Shut your mouth. What? I'm not saying anything. But for real, you can like seriously cash. What? (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, Washington is muted. He can't say shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us here on the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Julian, since it's your birthday, since it's your birthday week, it's It's my birthday birthday month, man. Damn, you're going the whole month? Yeah, I'm taking all three. Remember, remember July 1st, my birthday? We're celebrating July 4th. Um, we're going to have fireworks and shit. We're going to blow it. shit up. Um, sorry, I shouldn't say that online. I'm a terrorist. Um, yeah. Um, so let's do this, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. Why do you guys sound so seductive, Shane? Why not? You? Julian, tell the people where they can watch us every week. Ladies and gentlemen, Every week, if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, you want to watch us on YouTube, you want to listen to us on your podcast, nah, you want to see us on TV, you want to see all this, all these beautiful men on your TV talking about wrestling, well, you can do it three times a week in the Portland, Oregon area on Mondays at 10 p.m. on Channel 22 Xfinity TV and Channel 8002 CenturyLink TV. You missed out on Monday? Come back on Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. on Channel 23 Xfinity TV and Channel 8003 CenturyLink TV. And better yet, if you miss us yet again or you just want to triple down for the week, join us on Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. on Channel 11 Xfinity TV and CenturyLink TV. Man, we're doing a lot. We are doing a whole lot of shit, man. Man. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're driving around in your car and you're like, man, those dudes are funny. That guy Shane, he's always popping pills. Oh, Wu yeah. Chu, 
Uh, Julian over here got Merson memorabilia. Babla's got belts galore in his trophy case. And those guys are just funny. They're, they're, their comedic timing is on point, except for Shane. Um, yeah, but Shane likes pudding, so it's all good. If you'd like to hear about the craziness that we talk about every week on the Rockstar Pro Podcast, man, you can drive in your car. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. All the records out there. That's right. I said oh. iHeartRadio. Mm. And you know what else? You know what? <clears throat> we love the fact that you guys are here every week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes on Saturday. I mean, you guys are here listening to us ramble on about pro wrestling, crack jokes, have a good time. You know, and we love the fact that you guys are here. Like, you know, this Sunday, Biggie is going to be the pace driver for the Daytona 500. Wow, yeah. that's pretty awesome. You wouldn't know okay. things like that unless you were listening to the podcast. Are you maybe have uh, done the impossible, the awesome, the cool thing by going to www.503abrisers.com, buying some great, awesome merch? Um, you can also go to uh, bodyslam.net for all your wrestling needs, man. It's real simple. All you gotta do is go www.bodyslam.net, ladies and gentlemen, to get all the news, all the drama, the roundtable rumor meal, all that great stuff. Find out the scoops before everybody else does. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Amen. And you know what else you can do, ladies and gentlemen? <clears throat> what that? Oh, here we go. Um, my favorite part. You can donate to bodyslam.net to keep the website going so we can continue to bring mm. you why. Quite an entertaining on. variety yeah. of pro wrestling and MMA on. content. Keep us all simple, all. ladies and gentlemen. You can go to because I can't be stripping the ingredients. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Become slamtastic mm. for the man in the chair, Coin Machine Husky, the Twitch affiliate. For the man that's gonna be on the boat for seven whole days, the mixologist, Mr. Chemical Julian. And for that man to get his ass up early tomorrow morning to watch the Elimination Chamber so you don't have to, the franchise. Thank you very much for joining us here. On the Roundtable Promotion Podcast, brought to you by Bodyslam.net. Yes. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, Alexis Amore joins the craziness on Monday Night Man. Oh, yeah.